0: Hi, I'm Dave Eigenberg and I play Herman on Chicago Fire and you're listening to Meet Us at Molly's. And to me, there's nothing more important. Not gonna be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride.
1: hi shy hearts welcome to episode 249 of meet us at molly's we got one more week of hiatus guys not even one week days days left yeah five days we got this we got this this. we survived on one hand i missed them terribly on the other hand i don't know if i'm ready for all the heartbreak and pain that awaits us yeah i'm like and i guess i'm curious too like because this was what a 3
0: week hiatus. Are we going to have another like long hiatus or was this it and it'll just be like a week here, a week here, a week here. Are we in for like at least one more hiatus?
1: I think so because we have intel that episode 16 will air on March in March like at the end of March. Uh is that 16? Yeah. Oh, take take this take this with a grain of salt though cuz we could be completely wrong, which means well, no, would that add up for straight weeks? Hold on. I'm going back to double check something. Hold on.
0: Let's see here. Mm, yeah. 20, March 22nd. As of now is when episode 16 is going to be, which means there's definitely going to be a break. Yeah. So And then my guess is they'll go. Straight to the finale. Straight or
1: pretty close to straight. Yeah. Yeah, that's just some rudimentary math. Take that all with a grain of salt. Obviously, things can change. We were supposed to come back this week. We were. And they got pushed, and they got pushed. Whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So we're jazzing it up this week. We were just kind of like, what do we want to do? Like we talked about a different show last week. We we got our West Wing feels out for our patrons. For our patrons, yes, we did that. Um, and then we were just kind of like, I don't know, like I don't like, an, an old episode just isn't like scratching it the itch right now. What we, yeah, yeah what do we want to do and so we decided to do our first ever mailbag episode I honestly can't believe it took us over
0: five years to do like a mailbag
1: episode I
0: know I know
1: um you guys have questions for us often and and we love it we totally love it so oh, yeah uh, yeah we just decided to do a well I think the reason we've never done it is because we figured like you guys don't want to hear about us you want to hear about the shows I mean hey
0: we'll talk about ourselves though we whatever totally well look we, we it, gladly talk I, about anything
1: else I think everybody loves pictures of me and my dog like it, it, I, I usually have to stop and remind myself like wait a second nobody cares about that shit so you know but it's hiatus we got nothing else going on so why the hell yeah. not why yeah. not okay hey, so we've got news and they come in the form of episode descriptions <laughs> everyone buckle up sounds like we're all gonna be crying for a while uh-huh. okay all right so Chicago Med 813, this is called, It's an Ill Wind That Blows Nobody Good. These titles are cracking me up. They're saying, Okay. A Brutal Storm Rocks Chicago. Will encourages Dr. Grace Song to, to what? Against her own findings? Oh, go I think against? it's supposed to be go. It was just missing a word, I guess. No, you're good. You're good. Will encourages Dr. Song to go against her own findings for the benefit of their patient. Hannah rushes to the hospital to help Archer's pregnant patient and Maggie's concern for Ben consumes her. Is
0: Dr. Song that doctor we met in the last episode? The one who built the database
1: like on the fly? Yeah,
0: the genetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So was she like sticking around now too for a while? It's like,
1: it's like saved by the bell, the new class. It's like... (laughs) But actually, though, everywhere you turn, there's like new doctor. new doctor. And then the promo photos, there was another new doctor. I was like, who are these people? Yeah.
0: Um, also, Maggie's concern for Ben consumes her. Do we think Ben's going to get sick again? Like, I mean, is that what I mean? Because like, what else would she be concerned about? He's well, all living a, his best life because,
1: you know. No, I think her concern is that like, you know, he's not talking to me. He's so upset. I'm so worried. I want to get him back. Oh, see, I took it as, like,
0: she's concerned about something that's happening to him, but he won't talk to her about it because he's mad at her.
1: Oh, man. This sounds like it's going to be chaotic, but, like, great.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I love a good, like,
1: storm episode of a show. Like,
0: whenever they do those kind of, like, stormy episodes on a show, they're always
1: good. The Wintry Hill one is iconic. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I guess now's also the time to mention that uh next week we we're gonna have Connor Perkins on the podcast. Yeah, speaking of new doctors. Yeah, speaking of new doctors, uh Connor plays Dr. Zach Hudgens. Um uh, he's gonna join us. We've basically bullied him into being our friend. So <laughs> yeah. Uh stay tuned for that. And if you have any questions for him, let us know. He's mm-hmm. yeah, he's got a pretty good past and career and everything he's got a disney podcast if you haven't checked that out yet it's called poor unfortunate pod little play on little mermaid go check that out Uh, i'm excited well we're gonna have fun Mm -hmm. so yep
0: take us through fire so fire 1113 is called the man of the moment and it says firehouse 51 helps herman put on a school fundraiser carver's troubled brother comes to town and a grateful citizen is determined to thank brett and severide for
1: saving his life we're already getting the brother i guess so the one who threw him into the fire as a kid i guess so damn i'm excited for that 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 is that
0: that's yeah yeah
1: that's a carver storyline i will sit back for with the popcorn
0: yeah and like i i just have so many questions i can't i'm excited to see
1: how this plays out yeah for sure for sure and then, um, do, yeah, the
0: herman fundraiser is that like herman is that like stemming from a call or do you think that's like somewhat related to cindy somehow
1: i i I bet he's like throwing himself into the kids right now um i don't know he's probably a
0: distraction
1: a distraction yeah he's probably throwing his energy into everything he can right now so he doesn't have to think about it yeah yeah yep so Uh, PD 1013 is called the ghost in you. Voight and the team help Assistant State's Attorney Nina Chapman pursue a drug runner who dodged prison years ago after Chapman's informant mysteriously disappeared. The investigation takes a turn when Voight uncovers a damaging secret from Chapman's past, threatening the investigation and Chapman's career. My very first question, have we met her before? I think so, but I don't care, so... (laughs) it's it sounds so bad and but i think we agree on the reason we don't really care is because it's a void episode
0: yeah and i just like even the storyline i'm like okay like even just like even if it wasn't void even i mean uh and it's mostly because it's void, but like still like i just i I can't help but look at like the description that we're gonna talk about in a minute for the 200 which is the week after and Mm -hmm. i'm just like that sounds so much better and not only because it's also perfect, but, like, still.
1: I just, I don't, like, I do feel bad, but I don't feel bad saying it just because this is, this has been a rough season for PD. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it'll be, like, mind-blowingly awesome and, like, surprise us. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All the pictures of Jesse directing absolutely, like, killed me this week oh yeah 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 a oh, lot she- of people were online just like oh my god I'm so happy I'm so happy I'm like no I'm happy for him don't get me wrong but it hurts because I miss him so much so we've got we, we've we already got 13 which is next week we've also got 14 which are the episodes that air on February 22nd so let's start off with med Brian to take it away
0: med 814 on days like today silver linings become lifelines wow that is a that's just a tongue twister
1: what are we gonna do in like two or three seasons when the episode titles are like 11 and 12 words each ah uh, just can you imagine yeah. if SBU did this um, every one of their episode titles would be like a novel or
0: like one of those soap operas that was on for like 40 something years <laughs> or
1: whatever it would literally be a whole paragraph med i love you never ever change i love that you do this it's just funny yeah.
0: Um. yeah So the episode description reads: Crockett relies on OR 2.0 to save a construction worker's se- severed left hand. Charles and Goodwin clash as negotiations drag on between the administration and the custodial workers' union. And Hannah fights to keep a mother and her newborn baby together. I don't like it when Doctor Charles and Goodwin fight. We've never seen that.
1: They're gonna fight.
0: No. Well, obviously, if it has to do with the custodial workers union, it's going to be Dr. Charles sticking up for uh, Liliana. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't like it when they fight. We've never seen that, have we?
1: Not between Charles and Goodwin. Yeah. Why? But it's got to be like an innocent best friends clash. Like at the end, they're just going to be like, it's cool. Like it happens. I don't know it better be it better be i know i don't want a man daddy fighting yeah hmm okay fire 1114 this is called run like hell an annoying floater takes a romantic interest in violet i'll kill him mm-hmm. <laughs> Ritter catches a local politician in a compromising position mouch and severide help trudy with an arson investigation i uh, like it yeah here first mouch and severide
0: what a combo. I know. Here for that what I'm not here for, though. This floater. No, no. No. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Uh, the promo photos popped up recently. Um, I think Wednesday night, the, prom- the promo photos for this one popped up. And I totally forgot the description. So I saw this guy talking to Violet and I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, If he's so much as uh, like does anything near her. And I was like, oh, he's the one who likes her, but she doesn't like him back. Got it. Got it. Makes more sense now. I was relieved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I guess this is going to be, I mean, we don't know anything, but I would assume this is probably the last episode with Taylor, right? That's what what I'm thinking. I would assume. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I mean, we don't know that for a fact, but I would just assume. Yeah. So I guess I'll be curious to see whether depending on obviously which we'll talk about it later but i guess i'll be curious to see whether he actually leaves at the end of this episode or it's like a off-screen hey severide you know blah blah, blah 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 like you know how the exit works if it really does happen at the end of this episode
1: yeah yeah see
0: we'll see so um and then pd 1014 which is the 200th episode so it's coming very soon is called trapped And it says, after a brutal shooting, Burgess and Ruzig find themselves trapped aboard the busy L subway train. As they piece together scant evidence, the team is drawn into a dark family drama. Burgess's proximity to the shooting triggers harsh memories. I'm not ready. I'm not ready, but I'm also so excited.
1: This is going to be so good. Oh, it's going to be so good. I know. I mean, it's going to hurt, but it's going to be so good. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing that I'm able to take comfort in with this description, because obviously, you know, our our podcast little sister, Lauren, um, she like she's already said, she's like, I'm going to be a mess. The only thing that's like comforting me here is that even if she is going to get triggered with bad memories, at least Ruzik's there.
0: Yeah, I like the fact that it's like, actually, it seems like a Burzik episode and not Burgess with a side of Ruzik or Ruzik with a side of Burgess. Like, beside, I mean... We don't really get like bersic episodes that often. Right. So,
1: yeah. It's gonna I'm not ready. But like, I am I'm not ready, ready, but I'm, but I'm ready. ready, but I'm not ready. Yeah. Oof. Mm. Okay. So that's all the, oh, no, we don't, we, we have one more piece of news. Okay. we got one more piece of news. This one came from Matt's Inside Line. And this was an interesting question. I feel like this was a hard question that needed to be asked. Yeah. Okay. So the question comes from a and a, a fan named liz and liz said will chicago fires carver ever have a love life
0: i mean if he sticks around the show i obviously
1: i'm thinking, you know obviously but the answer is interesting it's really interesting okay so just like hold on gear up for this one okay carver will definitely have upcoming love interest including one who is a very familiar face at 51 this is a quote from andrea this, of course, will cause all kinds of intrigue at the firehouse. I'ma just say this once. If he touches Violet, i am a riot. Yeah, too soon for
0: that. Oh, way too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Um. So then the answer is who is it?
1: There is a theory floating around one yes. Chicago Twitter right now that Seeger is coming back. That would be so interesting would be interesting
0: i don't know if i'd hate it honestly
1: me neither i don't know if i would hate it she's the only one that i could be like okay with it being
0: yeah i mean and especially like i mean obviously of course if it was some random then yeah sure i have no problem with him you know getting together with a random but like a very familiar face at 51 the only one i would be okay with in that situation is seager i saw a couple people say oh emma and i'm like Emma literally just tried to ruin Carver's career. So, like, I don't think it's going to be Emma. No I don't
1: offense. Think it's, I don't think it's going to be Brett. I just don't see them vibing. No. And again, not right now. Like, I'm not, again,
0: if, you know, we're talking about, like, three seasons from now. Obviously, you can never say never. But, like, not this season. It's not. That's not happening.
1: Yeah. I don't know I don't I'm know. still not admittedly I am still not 100% warmed up to Carver I'm just not like I, I, I mean he's not, I'm not
0: gonna say he's like my favorite character but I don't I mean I don't hate him like I did you know in the beginning I was like I don't care I don't care I don't care but you know ever you know the more recent episodes like I don't mind him, but I'm not like oh my god Carver
1: same yeah, yeah. same same um, intrigue also the, at the firehouse
0: yeah So I guess it's going to be, my guess is if, like, say it's Seager, I could see it being a situation where, like, Seager all of a sudden pops up to, like, see him Mm -hmm. or something and everyone's like, well, how do they, you know, how is that a, how do they know each other, like, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you something else that really bugs me about this
1: article? Of course.
0: Can you? It irks me so much that they call it in the quote. It says like, you know, Carver will definitely have an upcoming love interest. Include blah 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 blah. Chai Fi EP. Why?
1: Who? Who calls it Chai Fi? Well, okay, Nobody we got. Nobody calls it Chai Fi. We got to talk about this, okay? We tried Chai Fi at the very beginning. We tried it. It didn't ring. It did not stick nobody calls it that stop trying to make fetch happen it's not going to happen
0: that's not the name of the show that's
1: not the name of the show it's not it's just ooh.
0: Like i read that and i like can't uh, i can't look away it's just so bad it like bugs me
1: so much it's chicago fire it is not shy fi no it's not shy fi it doesn't it didn't stick we tried it; didn't work. Like, if you're gonna shorten it, just call
0: it fire. Like, you know, like fire EP. You know, fire med PD. I got it. You know, whatever. Yeah. But like, it's not sci-fi. That sounds that like sci-fi. Sounds <laughs> it just sounds stupid saying it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, we got one last bit of news. Bryna, take it away. So this is kind of
0: ex- some exciting news. Um, Diane Frolov, who is the showrunner, one of the showrunners over at med, has written her first musical, first ever musical. Um it's called Come Get Maggie, and it opens this month and runs until March 26. Um, Set in the 1950s, Come Get Maggie is about Maggie, a brilliant young woman who feels out of place in the rigid social norms of the times and who finds love and hope in outer space.
1: (laughs) That just escalated quickly.
0: (laughs) It would be like an intergalactic love story. Um, and, And then Diane. So there's a little bit of a med connection here because Diane... The director of come get maggie is michael pressman and he's been a director and producer on med um and diane you know in a statement she said you know they'd become friends and colleagues and so she sent him the book just to get his input and he said that he wanted to direct it which is very cool um so yeah and it's in la so if you're in la yeah we cannot go see it unfortunately um it was just a couple months later you could go see it I could but yeah but it sounds really cool so and it's just very cool that she's doing something different um that's very cool
1: yeah that sounds really cool um what we've heard is that she'd been she's been working on this like since she graduated from UCLA like yeah for a long long, long time so I love it I love it if you are in the LA area and you want more information or you want the link to buy tickets send us a message or uh, no, I'll
0: put the link in the description, episode description. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So yeah. go check out the episode description. And we can tweet it too. But yeah. um, yeah, I'll put it in the episode description. Yeah. Very cool. I love so, musicals. Go support the One Chicago Fam. And go support local theater. Yes. That. Origi- original theater. Yes.
1: Live theater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's nothing better. Okay. Really, really though. So um, no page and shout outs this week. That's cool. Um, if you would like to support the pod for as little as $2 a month, please check the link in our socials to our Patreon page. You can scope out all the benefits and see which tier is best for you. Uh, we just dropped a bonus episode last week where we talked about our love of the West Wing, which is yep. one of the greatest shows of all time. Uh, and yeah, the other best part is the Facebook group. There's about 95 of us in the group now, and we're just a big, giant family. Yeah. I say it every week, but it's totally true. Yep. Yep. So uh I guess in this if we're getting another hiatus coming up, we should probably plan another live watch or another happy hour yeah, or something. Yeah, we'll do something. Yeah. We'll do something. Yeah. So good stuff. Um and don't forget, you've gotta you've gotta become a patron before you can join the Facebook group. We have to have the email from Patreon that you've signed up before we let you in. Yep. Uh, yeah. So without further ado, let's move into the episode, shall we? Let's do it. All right. So, what we did this week was we just put out the tweet and we said, hey, what do you want us to talk about? Yeah. Uh, And a lot of you replied. And so, we're just going to go straight down that list in no particular order. Just any question goes. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's start off. So, Krista M, her question, and we we got multiple versions of this question. Krista M said, how do you think they will write Severide out? it's so
0: hard I I don't know I could see it being just like I honestly think it's gonna be just like a one-off comment I think because it was such a shock and a, such a surprise I could see them very easily kind of like when Miranda had that absence last year it was like an off you know screen comment that obviously eventually became its own storyline but her actual exit was just like a Herman saying oh yeah she's in or Bowden, I think it was Bowden said like you know Herman was like oh how's Stella doing in Boston and Bowden's like oh she's great blah 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 like I just think because it happened so fast I don't think we're gonna get like a whole exit right away I think that'll come once he comes back
1: if that makes sense makes sense yeah I have what I want to happen and what I think will happen okay uh, And so what I want to happen is it's literally something totally like benign and innocent. And they're like, maybe Stella's just like, oh, like Mama Sev had a surgery or something or Mama Sev had like, she like broke something and Kelly has to go help out for a little bit. I want it to be nice and innocent like that, where it's just like, oh, okay. I understand that. What I think it's going to be, which I think is just a result of like what past, what they've done in the past Is I worry it's going to be another ghosting situation where it's basically going to be the Severide version of what Stella did to him. Yeah. That's going to suck if that's what we get. It is going to suck. And I,
0: you know, I like, I want to give the writers some grace to A, before, without, you know, until we've seen it and know exactly how it's going to go down, obviously you can't really say anything. Mm -hmm. But even B, I tried, you know, it was like when Miranda left too, it's like, This clearly happens, you know, with, like, moments to know they already had to rewrite scripts and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's such a big deal that, like, even if it's not the best executed, I still want to practice grace and give the writers a lot of grace because, like, this can't be easy having to take the person who's number one on your call sheet and just all of a sudden take them out for who knows how long. It could be throughout the whole season, It could just be three episodes. I mean, like we don't know and they don't know, I assume right now. So yeah, I it will definitely practice grace. But yes, I am a little hesitant for
1: sure. Yeah, I mean, and and we even said that when the news first broke was that look like, you know, you you we all know the feeling when you're going about your job and all of a sudden some sort of wrench gets thrown in and everything just kind of turns upside down and you do the best you can. And if the results are not you know if the results are not what you wanted you've just got to roll with it because you did your best in a tough circumstance and that is what this writer's room is going through right now
0: right and i think you know like obviously you can still criticize it right but i think you just have to keep in mind the context of the situation Mm -hmm. i think it'll be important like it'd be one thing if they said that taylor kitty was going to be in all 22 episodes of the seasons and then they decided to have Severide ghost his wife then yeah that's really fucking shitty but like Again, given the fact that they have to get Taylor out of there, and they don't know how long. It's not like you could Mm say, oh, man, Taylor just has to be gone for one episode. So, like, that's an easier situation to, like, just not have him be there for an episode. Mm -hmm. But, like, they don't know. I mean, we're assuming it's going to be the rest of the season. Hell, it could be three episodes in the next season. It could be 20 episodes. You know, like, we don't know
1: at this point. He may not come back. Let's be completely transparent whereas like
0: they knew with miranda that yeah she was going to be gone for more than one episode but she was always coming back
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like there was an end date in sight when they like wrote her out it was an unexpected writing out but they knew that there was an end date in sight for her return right you don't know and that's the thing too is like they're doing the best they can with what information they have but like they don't really have that much information right so it's a totally it. There is a little comparison to Miranda, but it's it's gonna be like comparing apples
1: and oranges. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So Grace is the name of the game right now. Yes, for sure. So okay. the answer is, I
0: don't know, but I hope it's just like an off-screen comment because I'd rather them do like a Stella-focused storyline that has nothing to do with Cyberide and just like have her make a comment about like. Yeah, like you said, oh, I went to he went to see Mama Sev. She had surgery, you know, like something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't know. No, Take us to the um, next one. So, Burzex on Twitter said, "I would like to hear more about Chicago PD's 200th episode." I mean, we don't know a ton, but I am very excited. It's hard to believe that they already hit 200. Mm-hmm. Because we covered their 100th episode, so it's, like, crazy to think about the fact that, like, you know. Because, like, when Fire was on, like, we didn't cover Fire's 100th. We weren't recording then, but we did obviously cover two hundred. But, like, with PD, we covered their 100th, and we covered their 200th, which is, like, wild.
1: Did we ever cover Fire's 100th? Like, over a hiatus or anything? Yeah.
0: Okay, good. (laughs) Good. I'm Uh, pretty sure we did.
1: Now I'm like second guessing myself. I'm pretty sure we did. Do not judge us. When you've been around for five years and change, you forget things. Yeah. Um.
0: So it's crazy. And I'm glad they're getting like, because PD's 100th episode was not that great. Oh, it was fine. But it was a crossover. Like they didn't get their moment to shine. It wasn't a like, proper 100th. It was to bolster no. fire. No. And so, I mean, I don't think they're going to do. It's not like it's. I don't think the 200th it's going to be some like celebratory thing in terms of storyline. Seems like this way now the 200th they're kind of leaning more towards like more depressing. Oh, my.
1: Yeah. emotional i didn't even think about that that we got totally burned on fires 100 or 200th no pun intended no pun intended
0: yeah and like it seems like pd's 200th is gonna be more emotional but still i'm just glad they're getting their moment as like their episode Mm -hmm. versus like a crossover because like i thought that was bullshit maybe
1: we'll get renewed that week that would be nice oh my god what what'd you say i said oh my god wouldn't it just, you know, our schedules are open, NBC. Like, we do this every year. We're just like, hey, whenever you want to get around to it, like, I've got time this afternoon. I could schedule a meeting. Like, yeah. Well, didn't they just announce that they renewed La Brea or it's likely they were re-
0: renewing La Brea for like a third and final season? Yeah. So they, d- the they did renew.
1: Yeah. Because of the like, writer strike. Whatever's looming with the writers right now is that there could be another strike on the horizon. But from my understanding, it's like long on the horizon. Yeah. Like it, it right now, it's like a break glass in case of emergency, right?
0: But they renewed it for like a fine. I was just like, if they're renewing La Brea, come on
1: now, yeah, come on now. I mean, we know we're gonna get renewed. We are. It's just yeah, I know. You know, it's just a matter the of when. Game at this point, and it's just frustrating because you're just like, dude, just do it already. Just do it already. Right. Yeah, right. They're not gonna not renew the shows, no. No. Plus, like, you can't cancel them because then I won't know what the hell to do on a Wednesday night or a Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that. <laughs> like, this week, even though the shows were reruns, I was just kind of like, so you mean that people do other things than watch Chicago on Wednesday night? <laughs> right. And record on Thursdays? I mean, yeah. What? What? Yeah. It doesn't compute for us, it does not? So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the 200th. You know, I think I think my anxiety is a little bit under the surface just because, I mean, the, the, that's how it's been with this show for the past like season and a half. Um, yeah. And plus, you just get so attached to the characters. You just can't help it. You're just like, you know, kind of anxious for them. And like, I just want Kim to have like a spa day one day. Like, but actually, though, a self care day. Yeah. Like, take a self care day. Like, it just, yeah. 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 So. We'll see. We will see. Um, Aaron said, I want to hear all about your current thoughts on Burzik. Thoughts on season nine and what you think is in store for them for the rest of the season. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, man. I have a tiny bit of a hot take that I have said on the Ooh. pod before. A tiny bit. Uh, but I've said it on the pod before is that I am thrilled that we're getting Burzik in the amount that we are this season however it feels like it was given to us as a consolation prize for jesse leaving that's fair but okay. i'm not complaining yeah no
0: i think right now i mean granted we haven't like we've had a little bit this season obviously in the beginning but like it's not like we've had like a ton a ton, a ton of ton of berzik this year but i mean i like where they're at like i don't have any you know I have no complaints about like where they're at. Mm-mm. Um, they're living together. I mean, you know, birdhouse House, raising Michaela, like, you know, being there for each other, the bird house, like I mean, you know, like all the things, like, you know, I guess I my biggest question is like to answer, you know, what what is in store for them. I don't know. Like where are we going? Like, okay, great, we're in a great place right now. That's awesome. But like, what's next? right like there has to be like and i'm not even saying that like in terms of like a get them back together in a romantic i mean yeah sure what i love that obviously but like
1: you where are we going right and like they they don't they don't necessarily have to get married or anything for no to be like fulfilled but yeah it's it's the, the, yeah it's got to go somewhere right like I'm, just not, I'm
0: not even saying they have to like it has to lead to them like getting back together by the end of season 10 like i'm not even saying that like i just want to know like okay great they're raising michaela they're working you know they're living together they're co-parenting great right now like things are great but then so what's the next? like what's the next step like what's the next storyline even for
1: Berzick? like i don't know i want to see i want i want to see her call adam dad and i would i would love to see which could be a pipe dream i would love to see adam adopt mac yeah that's the I, question go ahead Can he can he even adopt her if if they're not even married i think so i don't think you have to be married to adopt children together and a child I a family together lawyer. i got out of that um, I ran like the wind
0: yeah, and I think it would be interesting to see, like, if she calls Adam dad, like, what feelings that brings out in Kim. Like, you know, because I have a feeling it probably, you know, given that Kim has chosen Adam to be this, like, guardian person, parent figure in Michaela's life, like, but she didn't pick him to be her dad, necessarily, you know? Yeah. Like, what would, like, would that bring up any complicated feelings for, you know, and would it make Burgess examine things again differently like i don't know i just and i don't even know like it doesn't matter to me if we don't get that but i just
1: where are we going that's a marina question i'm gonna jot that down that's a that's a good marina question like where where are we going yeah yeah uh Aaron also said to talk about season nine that's the season that we found mac right no well, that was last season mac season is an nine. eight Oh, season nine was last season see like i'm getting confused this year that fires on 11 and pd's on 10 i don't know why it's like it's didn't we find mac in season eight right i think so tender age was the episode
0: hold on a second i'm googling now all the seasons start to run together eventually and i'm like yeah it was season eight yeah
1: geez michaela's
0: been around for that long
1: mm-hmm wow Yep. where did the time go I know right so uh what was I gonna say um season nine I mean okay well see season nine for Berzik was not great
0: no that was no, no. no. Season we are in a Berzik-
1: much better place this year oh a million times better yeah season nine for Burzik was not good um no, if you had even- told me like season
0: nine just by itself I would have been like yeah i'm okay if they like find a healthy co-parenting place but like i don't know if i want them back together yet like i don't know if i ever want them back together romantically but season 10 i'm hap- i'm okay with where they're at like yeah the birdhouse stuff you know whatever like i'm okay with where they're at i just again like they need to figure out a direction to go in and like really go there
1: Yeah, but we've had so much angst between them that I'm like, you know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you guys are happy where you are right now, stay there. Like, don't rock the boat. Just just stay there for now.
0: To some extent. And like I said, I don't need it to be like them getting together by the end of this season. Like, I don't, that's not what I'm saying. I just, it would be nice with these like, I think it's hard because with the way that PD is right now, where it's like every episode is focused on a different character, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, and, you know, it's really case heavy. I would like to see a personal storyline actually like, go, you know, like actually have like a personal storyline that isn't Haley getting ghosted by her husband, you know, like, you know. I would like to have, like, some kind of, like, personal storyline in there that, like, kind of serves as, like, an underthread or, you know, for most episodes. And I would love it to be Barsic, but I don't think it will be.
1: So, like, I'm just, my question about Haley right now is just, like, is she able to feel any joy? Does anything make this woman smile right now? No. Like, why must we make her miserable all of the time? Right. But
0: I don't know. I just, I would like a Berzic storyline only for the fact that, like, it would be nice to have a little reprieve from, like, Dark Haley? Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely would. So I don't, you know, but I just, I just don't know. I don't even know in terms of the Haley stuff, like, how much more are we going to deal with like Sean this season? Like, I just like what is happening in the back half of the season on PD? Yeah, like the front half was very clear with like the Sean stuff. You know that that was like the main focus, and everything else kind of revolved around that. But then you also have like Kevin and Torres out in the wing.
1: Like, I just what is happening this on the back half of the season in general? We're gonna we're gonna revisit that family from the last Haley episode. Yeah.
0: But like, so does that mean we're getting Sean like the rest of the year,
1: like the rest of the season? I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Did you see the story this week that this might be Yellowstone's last season? I did see that. Gina's uh, gonna lose it. Uh, Gina's not gonna lose it. No. Um. Yeah, I I don't know, but Jimmy's uh, Jimmy is his character's name on Yellowstone. Um. Jefferson. Jefferson White yeah he um he's spearheading the four sixes spinoff so I think his job will be safe um, or I don't it's, you're speaking a foreign language
0: to me so yeah sure yeah he spent yeah that spinoff yeah the
1: other show that the guy who plays Sean is on <laughs> um, no I
0: got that part
1: yeah it's it's but isn't that make it like Yellowstone's like 20th spinoff or something <laughs> hold on I'm mathing
0: no I think it would just be the third Aren't there three? Isn't it what 1883 1923? But isn't there another one? No, I thought there was another one. No, no, nope.
1: I don't okay. think there maybe is. there's another one coming. Yeah, so that that's that's the one that he's supposed to be on. His character's name is Jimmy, so um, that's the one that he's supposed to be like spearheading, is the, the four sixes. So I think his job is secure. God, imagine like, that if like he became the Rosalind Dyer and was just the villain that kept popping up.
0: I could handle that to some extent, but I think Rosalind worked on the rookie in it because it's a different kind of show. Like, oh,
1: it's a totally different, but also that, she was that, like fun.
0: Yeah, that would not work. Like, I don't think a villain continuously popping up on PD It works for one season, but it
1: doesn't work like beyond no. that. No. Plus on the rookie you get to have fun. You don't fun is not allowed on PD. Not anymore. Not anymore. Nope. Nope. I'm sorry. Did you laugh at something that's not allowed?
0: Yeah. So, I guess Aaron to answer your question. I mean, I'm happy with where they're at right now, but I don't know what's coming for them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go backwards and I'm ready to move forwards, but I just don't know what that looks like. Yeah. Yep okay so yeah take us to the next one um so Haley G said top 10 one Chicago marriage proposals for honor of Valentine's Day I don't even know if we've had 10
1: um yeah I don't know if I could I don't know if I could form 10 but I can I can tell you some of my top favorites yeah go for it um I love Maggie and Ben's yeah um I just love how Ben did not miss a beat and he was just like I will marry you tomorrow. Mhm. So cute. Love that. Um and Stellaride, how do you not love Stellaride? Like, yeah, Stellaride is iconic. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of who else. The locker room proposal is just iconic.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would have said Upstead's twi- both of them before ghosting incident um Mouch and Trudy's is also really great yeah maybe there is 10 maybe we could do 10 Mouch and Trudy I mean
1: Stella I mean Don could- and
0: Bowden's. you know I mean like I'm trying to just think of like who's gotten engaged on the show I mean Dossie I remember Donna and Bowden's wedding I don't remember the proposal I mean Dossie's proposal which one that's what I'm saying um, I'm just trying to think of who else got engaged on the
1: show. The rooftop one was pretty cute when she was drilling. Oh! Cruz and Chloe's. Oh, Cruz and Chloe! I love that so much. The freaking cake pops.
0: Yeah, oh. the cake pops are iconic.
1: Cruz and Chloe are so freaking cute. I can't um... I love it so much. Hmm. Can we just like take a moment to appreciate the glow up that Joe Cruz has had? Like what? Actually, though, in season one, he's like this bachelor who's just off, like causing trouble with his best friend. The Flaco incident happens, like all that stuff, and now he is a happily married father of two. He is a boy dad. Yep, he is. The glow up, it's amazing. You know what I was just thinking about today? Um, like I wish Joe would do another Whirly Cruise tournament. Yes. Yeah, I would love to do
0: like a charity. I
1: don't know thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't go the first year. I wanted to, but I couldn't go. But also, volleyball
0: party planner hats.
1: Yeah, some sort of charity thing. That would be fun. It would be fun. We we just don't know the first thing about like event planning.
0: We could figure it out. We figured out how to podcast. We could figure it out. We'll have to. I don't know.
1: Ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. So we've named like five. Do we have? we've named more than five yeah who else oh okay only because it's funny um I don't remember the end of what season but this is before Violet became a regular when um Gallo and Violet were fighting and Gallo just goes maybe we should get married married
0: (laughs) yeah uh that's the end of season eight so funny that one is I yeah that's like iconic that's a great I know you know Violet Gallo but like that's a great Violet Gallo moment
1: that was funny that was before we knew Hawkins, you know, we were all in yeah, the- Yeah,
0: yeah, I can Violet... appreciate Violet and Gallo in season eight, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the gym scene is still great, too. Yeah. That's still a great scene, but, like,
1: yeah. yeah. Just I'm thinking how many others. Um... I'm trying to think of who else has gotten engaged. Will and Natalie. Oh, yeah. That wasn't- The proposal was not nearly as good as that wedding scene, no. though. And even
0: like I'm thinking about like even in April's that was an off-screen proposal. We didn't see the proposal.
1: No, <laughs> I feel like the proposal happened like six different times because they kept fighting. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Was an... I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to think. Like who? Are, are, I are didn't think there that? were
0: ten, but now I definitely think there's definitely probably right at ten.
1: But did Doctor Charles ever re-propose to Cece before she died? don't remember for some reason i feel like he might have but i could be very wrong on that yeah Hmm. i don't remember it's a good question though i like made us go back down memory lane yeah love it love it yeah okay amani next up amani said talk about the lack of details on stella's childhood what do you think her childhood was like also, the fact that an article came out saying something about Stella's past within the CFD comes out and tests Stellaride's relationship. Do you think it has to do with Carver? Ooh, we gotta talk about okay, Stella's cover two, stuff. Yeah, two different, two different. We're gonna tackle that first and we'll go back to her childhood. Um, let's make a mark of it because I definitely wanna I definitely wanna talk about that. Um, so what do we think Stella's childhood was like? All we know is that Stella's parents are dead. And she's an aunt. She has an aunt, and that's like her only family. Yeah. She she at some point in her past was an addict.
0: Hmm.
1: And then she was married. And then she was married. I thought the addiction was while she was with Grant.
0: I think it was, and maybe like partly, you know, I don't know. I think so
1: though. So I think the biggest question is when did her parents die? Right. Was she a
0: foster child?
1: Like a, you know
0: but I feel like we would have I don't know there's so much like like Amani said there's such a lack of details that like I feel like she if she had been in foster care at any point I feel like we would have heard that especially when like we learned that Gallo's parents died because remember Mm -hmm. Stella's the one that like read the article and you really kind of first figured it out and then she went to Casey about it but like I don't know. I just feel like we would have known that part of it if she'd ever been in foster care.
1: Yeah, so maybe I like that's they didn't die until now. she
0: was like older. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. It is kind of crazy that we don't know that much. It is. Like I've never really thought about it. I mean, I know that we haven't really talked about like a ton about our past, but like still, like For when how you think long? about it,
1: it's like. Oh. For how long Miranda has been on the show, it is crazy that we've gotten just like crumbs. Yeah. I think she mentioned like once in passing that like the reason she became a firefighter is because she was in an accident and like seeing the firefighters who saved her made her want to do it.
0: Yeah. I but, just,
1: like, that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will say it's the one thing that I loved about, um, like 911, is that like I love the Begins episodes. Like, I always think this is just so well done because mm-hmm. you get to see like where they, you know, how they got to where they're at now and like a lot about their past. And like, I know Fire would never do something like
1: that, but I just wish we would have more details. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it explains a lot about the character. Mm hmm. hmm. For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, we just, there's just so much out there. That's a Miranda question. It's just kind of like, what do you think? Yeah. Um, Yeah. The theories are endless. So, Mm -hmm. okay. This, this Stella and Carver stuff, we've got to just address this. Okay. It's been gaining traction, right? There's concern amongst the fandom. Uh, There's even, and then the only reason I'm like, no, we've got to talk about this is because my own mother is worried about this too. Is that with Severide taking an absence- Yeah. There's concern that they're going to put Stella and Carver together. I don't think so.
0: I will barf. I think the only way they would ever even consider doing something like that is if they know that Taylor's never coming back. And even then, I don't think that's going to happen for a while. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they know that Taylor's not coming back, okay, maybe in a season or two,
1: you know, once – you
0: know, I'm not even going to go there because I don't want to think about that.
1: But I like, am so concerned right now that, like, this portion that we're talking about right now is going to be replayed on the pod in, like, two or three years. And it's, it's going to be, be so us bad being, like, Stella and Carver are so great. Like, please no. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen right now. I think that would be a bold push for them to rewrite, like, take a happy married couple. And then, just because Taylor's gone, all of a sudden they lean into Stella and Carver, and like, would it like... though?
1: Would it though? Would it though? Think about Casey and Brett. Yeah, but Gavin... or no, not even Casey and Brett. Think about Dossie and Brett. But that's different
0: because Monica wasn't coming back to the show. We just don't know at
1: this moment. No, I get that
0: right Monica was like um she wasn't coming back like she was we already knew she was gone before they like did anything with Matt and Keith and that's what I'm saying is like I just don't think like I mean if they know that Taylor's not coming back this season but say he's coming back for you know the beginning of season 12 then like that would be a bold thing for them to do to like lean into Stella and Carver and then have Stella's husband come back next season like you know what I'm saying like that would while take he us... is still on, while the presumption is he, that Taylor is still on the show, he's just gone for however long, mm-hmm. I don't think they do anything. Not like, saying they can't become friends, that, you know, or closer friends, I you know, nobody has an issue with that, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't think they lean into anything romantically, because, like, we, and we don't know what their plans were for the rest of season 11, like, You know, I can't imagine that, like, rewriting all these scripts was easy, and so I really doubt they're gonna, like, pivot from, like, presumably Happy Married Stellaride to, like, Stella, you know, leaning into... car. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't... I think that would be a big swing... You know, I I, no. the answer is no. I don't think it has anything to do with Carver.
1: We would go from like Dick Wolf procedural to like trashy VH1 reality TV show in like two seconds.
0: Yeah. And like I said, I think if they, you know, while the presumption is that Taylor's still on the show, he just has an indefinite absence, then I don't think that's the case at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it just, it's just it's gaining traction and it's concerning me and then when the promo photos dropped on Wednesday and you see Stella and Carver I was like oh no oh no 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 don't do this yeah I mean because I think like you know
0: I don't know I, I just I think if they weren't married they would definitely and I think if they weren't married maybe they would lean into it a little bit more because like then you play up like a love triangle type thing but she's married like I don't think even you know i i don't see any of these shows ghosting okay but like i don't see any of these shows have a character to like cheat on another like that like that would be like we've never these... had an instance of cheating on any yeah. of these shows how like would you ever like character. that character again right right exactly that's what i'm saying
1: mm-hmm.
0: is like it's the one thing when you're in a love triangle because like you're technically all single Mm-hmm. you know and then you play up a love triangle but like not while she's married it's not happening
1: the ghosting like can we stop? With i mean the i can't say anything
0: about the ghosting i mean you know and i don't think they would but like it's just there's so many unknowns we don't know yeah we just
1: don't know we just don't know and i mean the the line on Namani's question um uh, where you know they say basically that an article came out saying something about stella's past comes out in a test stellaride. ride i'm willing to bet that that has completely changed now Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And
0: even then, even if that has, even if that part of it does have something to do with Carver, you can have that storyline and not have it be romantic in any way possible. Yeah. Like, just because, I mean,
1: because
0: that's not a secret. We all know that Stella and Carver knew each other in the Academy. Mm -hmm. So you can have something have happened to them in the Academy or whatever and have a storyline like that. But that doesn't mean it has to be romantic. Right. I mean, so that part still could be correct, but, like, I don't think it means that there's
1: something romantic happening between them. The world may never know. Yeah. Don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, Next question. Helene said, since hey, I Helene- have this incredible...
1: Called my ass out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Since I have it from credible sources that you are the only Pod Squad member who hasn't watched Timeless, and knowing that a small group of your Patreon members are either obsessed with the show or about to be, when are you planning to address this blatant hole in your TV knowledge? <laughs> yeah. Even like some of our Patreon members over this hiatus started their own like rewatch or first time watch. Like they had their own like Zoom chats and like, yeah. The Timeless obsession in the Patreon group is, like, real. Is real. Even in the pod squad, it's
1: real. Okay. Except for Gina. (laughs) Except for me. Okay, so, in my own defense, I've tried Timeless. I tried it. Brenna was witness to this. We watched one episode. We watched more than one. Maybe two. No, it was, like, three, I think. Uh It was a long time ago. I don't know. It was five years ago now. Jesus, yeah 2018 2018 yeah so so 2018 I fly up to DC for the weekend go visit Bryna and Bryna's like we've got to watch timeless and I'm like okay and it's kind of in limbo is the only reason I'm iffy I'm like okay but it's like it may not get renewed it might Yeah, yeah so we watched like two or three episodes I tried when I got back and I was just kind of like let's just see first if it gets renewed or canceled it got canceled so I was like I don't want to get invested if it's just gonna like be taken away from me but, but but they did a tv movie they have, to wrap things up and it's so good and the whole pod squad is indeed obsessed with timeless our patrons are obsessed with timeless um i have been told so much about lucy and wyatt huh. maybe gina
0: we should do a patreon bonus episode and like watch it like do like a live one of those like live watch things or even do like a patreon live watch and so you can watch it again
1: i'm down i'm down i mean we'll do it we'll do it next hiatus we'll do it so uh we did want to do a tv roundup with this episode we kind of slipped our minds but that's okay but i'm in the middle of watching like two or three different shows right now but i'm gonna make this promise on the pod to our patrons and all of our listeners i'm going to make this promise that i'm going to watch timeless this year it is a very short watch yes
0: the first step season is 16 episodes and the last season is 10 plus two episodes which really like one tv
1: movie so it's like 28 episodes okay okay you can do it i'm making the promise right now on the pod i'm going to watch timeless in 2023 yes yes there there helene just we're gonna kickstart it it. threw me under it
0: (laughs) we're gonna kickstart it in the patron group we're gonna watch we'll do like a live watch or a patron bonus episode or something for sure
1: yes yes yeah um i will i'll rewatch. like i'll rewatch the pilot since i've already seen it and i know our i know the patrons who are doing the timeless group right now like they're they're well past it i don't want to like slow you guys down at all so um why don't we just do it where, you know, maybe the patrons can tell us what episode they're at and then I can just catch up?
0: Yeah, or I mean we could just do the pilot or, you know, whatever. I mean we could just do the pilot if we wanted mm-hmm. to. Either one. I, I don't, don't think anyone's going to in our patron group is going to say I don't want to rewatch the show, you know, like I you know. Mm-hmm. I think they would all be down to like start again or rewatch the pilot or whatever.
1: Yeah. So, so very funny. Just, I, I laughed so hard when I saw the question. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. The bus was there and Helene was just like, I'm going to just throw Gina under it. Mm-hmm. Very funny, though. But I will watch it this year. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up we've got Natasha Natasha said I've been trying to ignore hints and maybe I'm just misreading things as I watch but could there be a lot of exits on fire coming up like what happened on med I feel like we're getting little things off of Herman's story like is Cindy's illness setting it up for him to leave is there foreshadowing in Brett's stories then there's two and I'm such a fan that I can't even say with names but let's say if one for whatever reason and it's fine but if one didn't come back would the others in the ship stay or would they go I'm gonna guess that Natasha's to Stellaride, there uh, yeah um i am not as concerned about fire exits as i am about pd i feel like interesting i feel like the jesse one was just the first i feel like and maybe this could very well just be anxiety talking but i feel like we're i feel like that was just kind of the first and they're gonna like fall like dominoes i could be extremely wrong though
0: Interesting. I'm not necessarily worried about fire, but if I had to place bets, I'd say that I would bet someone from fire would leave before PD. That's fair. But I also think the thing is is that, like, again, with the whole Taylor situation, like, they could have decided they were going to go one way with the Herman and Cindy storyline, and Mm -hmm. then because of Taylor's situation, like, gone drastically different way Mm -hmm. like we don't know um even with like brett's storyline like yeah she really been complaining that she hasn't really had much of a storyline but again taylor's absence frees up a whole lot more space you know in episodes for you know a potential brett storyline um so and then with taylor we don't know and you know obviously we want him to come back you know whenever he's ready to come back but we would respect his, you know, choice if he chooses to leave for good. Um. But so yeah. I don't, you know, if I had to bet, I would say, you know, Taylor, obviously, but like, and again, I would say someone from fire more likely than PD, but I don't see anyone else really leaving fire right this second.
1: No, I think I'm not going to speculate on Taylor because that's just personal thing he's going through right now. I'm not worried about Miranda. Uh, because oh, no. my understanding is that they're both number one on the call sheet, like they're like they one A and one B. yeah, yeah, that's my understanding. I'm not worried about Miranda. Um, also, because I mean, Stella doesn't need a man to s- tell stories and 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 be a badass in the CFD for sure. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not worried about Miranda. I think if anybody is likely to leave Fire, it would either be Eigenberg or Kara. Yeah. And, and even that, reason-
0: I don't see them leaving, but, like, right. if, you know, their storylines, I think, definitely could set up a exit should either of them want to leave.
1: Right, right. That's um, the only reason I worry it could be either one of them.
0: But, yeah, I think what, you know, Natasha's saying is I think a fear, and especially what we've had lately, is, like, one half of ships exiting and then it ruins the ship and Mm -hmm. you know like characters that are married all of a sudden have to get divorced or like um you know or they ghost their other you know like whatever and i understand that and as a fan and especially as a fan who is like a really big shipper and kind of puts her ships first in a lot of reasons Mm -hmm. like i get it it really sucks but like you know i mean the actors are allowed to leave whenever they want to leave um Assuming it's their choice, obviously, but like they're allowed to leave whenever they want to leave. And I wish if, you know, any actor chooses to leave, even if they're in one of my favorite ships of all time, I would respect that choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's going to suck, but like, you know, I would respect that choice 100 times out of 100. So,
1: right, right. Uh, yeah. Um, but actually, but again, I mean, that's the risk we run when we're 10, 11, eight seasons in. Right? There's
0: going to be more. I, I mean, There's- like, whether they happen this season, next season, two seasons from now, there's going to be more exits of people that we love. There just is.
1: I mean, think about it for a second. Like, think about Gray's. okay? We're in, what, season 19 now?
0: And yeah, Meredith
1: down... just left the show. Yeah, we're down to two original characters out of that 19. The fact that we've still got two original characters is remarkable. Yeah, for almost sure. Almost 20 years later.
0: For sure. Yeah, I just, there are definitely going to be more exits. It's just a matter of when.
1: Mm -hmm. and who and it may not be right now it may be years down the line but it's going to happen it could
0: could, they could all this entire cast could stay the way it is for another 10 years
1: oh i would be i would be so happy well we
0: don't know that but i mean you know but we could also have another character exit every year you know for the next 10 years yep we don't know that but yeah it's more likely than not we're gonna have more exits as the time goes on but it's just that's like you said, it's what happens when you have a long running show.
1: And it sucks every time. I mean, for I'm sure. not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like, suck it up. It sucks every single time.
0: Right. And then obviously, you know, as long as they're not killed off, then the, the door is always open for them to make a return.
1: Yeah. As long as we don't drop a theater on their head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: um game. so kind of going off that a little bit Arthur said I know this pisses people off but what do you think Cindy's Herman's prognosis is I don't think they're dumb
1: enough to kill her but it will likely be tough right now my gut says they're not going to kill her
0: yeah and I even if, and again even if they had planned to the, again with the shakeup that they had this year they could easily reverse that yeah um so I don't know. I My gut says they're not, but I definitely don't think it's going to be an easy battle, obviously.
1: Right. No, not at all. It's almost like uh, season eight of P- PD when the season seven, when the pandemic cut it short. Yeah. Season seven. We've got a theory that the pandemic pretty much saved Jordan Atwater's life. We don't have anything concrete to back that up, but that's kind of the theory is that, you know, yep. if they had let the season play out, Jordan probably would have died. Yeah yeah so it could have changed but my gut says that i don't i don't think they're gonna kill her yeah i don't either so devonay says who from the current oc cast would you invite to a dinner party if you could pick a- okay she's got two here if you could pick a character-centric episode to direct who would you pick okay so who from the oc cast would be invite to a dinner party now hanako oh hanako of course of course hanako yeah um hanako for sure Nick, um, yeah, your fave. He's funny and like really um, nice. Patty, Patty. I mean, yeah. all of them. Let's be real; all of them are united. Yeah, no, a- absolutely, all of them. But like my top, yeah. Well, wait. Nick wouldn't be in your top, would he? No, he would not be. You do your top, and I'll do my top. Okay. Hanako, Nick, Patty. Are we doing like five? Yeah, let's just do five. Okay. Hanako, go Nick, Patty. Um, current OC cast too, so it's not all time. Okay, okay. Thinking, 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 thinking um steven for the career stories okay but i'm torn between him and oliver but or oliver paper. was on the west
0: wing but weber was on a sorkin show too well then you got a pay thorn in there too
1: yeah dude i can literally do a top five for me show like let's be real yeah like i'm torn on that fourth one and then who would i want as a fifth hang on miranda because she's a blast
0: there's so many like literally my first thought goes into like hanako is my number one hanako is my number one i want to be best friends with her like hanako is my number one hands down Mm -hmm. um but then i'm like okay well hanako patty obvious obviously but then i'm like okay but you also have LaRoyce oh <laughs> like you have LaRoy. you also have daniel like i feel like oh, daniel Daniel's would be great. like right and then i'm like okay but i need to show med some love too and i'm like but you've got dominic right here too i'm like i'm just like literally i'm like this is so hard it is so hard this is That's so really hard
1: tough. i know
0: um, like if i have you like
1: have patty but not LaRoy. right like okay and what about Joe on fire?
0: Oh my god! Yeah, Randy. I mean, Randy would also, be hilarious. But you also have Eamon. I mean, I don't know. There's too many, too many. Biggest, but it's dinner party. <laughs> it's like 50 people. Where are gonna invite everyone. <laughs> um, oh, if, okay, if I have to pick though, Hanako, Leroy's Patty, Dominic, Daniel. Like oh, if that's I have a good to one. pick, if I have to pick.
1: That's a but really like, good one. That's really hard. I, I'm, I'm for sure. I'm 100% on Hanako, Nick, and Patty. It's those last two. Yeah. Ooh, that's so tough. Yeah. That is really hard. Um, I got to think about that. But also, like, Amy's probably got a lot of stories, too. You know, we could do a whole dinner party of just the people
0: with, like, Amy Apatha Oliver um Eamon, steven. steven you could do a whole party of that that would be a great party too in a different way but a great like a great dinner
1: party with all the stories oh 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 my god like all the career stories i wouldn't that's even what get I'm a word that's in. what i'm that's what back. i'm
0: saying is like the career stories between all of the legends like amy apatha oliver steven Eamon...
1: I would that's just a serve dinner too. and be like, you guys talk. Yeah. I'm just going to sit back and listen. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I want to hear yours, listeners. Like, Yes, yeah. definitely. I want to hear y'all's because that, that's that's a good question. And it's says
0: current OC
1: cast, so keep that in mind. But yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, Devon A also asked, if you could pick a character-centric episode to direct, who would you pick? I'm picking Haley because Homegirl needs some happiness in her life yeah
0: um i mean my gut answer is violet just because i'm dying for like a violet bottle episode um that's my gut answer but
1: yeah i'm gonna stick with that my episode is gonna be like Haley and the awesome spa day yeah that's what it's called that's exactly what it's called yeah thanks babe um yeah that's that's yeah, it's just gonna be like Haley goes to IKEA and sees a shoplifter and decides not to deal with it because she's having a self-care day. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Great questions.
0: Um, Daisha said, which of the three shows would you like to star on? And we'll so she's a second question too, but um yeah, so which of the three shows would you want to star on?
1: Probably P D why because I am not a badass okay I'm not like a badass in that sense of just like I'm Kim Burgess I've been shot and kidnapped a bunch of times but I'm still carrying on with my life like not me I would hope my character would be like that I think Pewdie would be cool I'm
0: gonna say fire solely because you've got the mix of like lightheartedness and drama and if I wanted to be on med i would have just followed in my dad's path of being a doctor
1: (laughs) so no see med i wouldn't want to have to deal with all the medical lingo i think i would do an okay job of it but that would be tough Uh, if i wanted to be a doctor i would have just followed my dad's path yeah and then fire you gotta wear all the gear though
0: i mean not necessarily i could be like working with
1: kylie in the stay in the house all day okay well that and that okay if you get to pick your role then you know i get it but well, also yeah, I, I don't really like to sweat and like i imagine the burn stage is a lot of that also i've put on the gear oh well, it was a lot i'm not gonna lie the
0: fire gear was a lot i did put it on that one time that one chicago day but like still i like that it's not all that it's not all that all the time you get that for like one scene true so yeah, I think, I think um, and then she, she also said, "Who would you like to work with most on the show?" On all three, it just says, "Who would you like to work with most on the show?"
1: Oliver, because I want to hear about stories about The West Wing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, all of them, obviously. Um, I'm gonna go completely different. I mean, because. The, my number one answer to all these questions is HanaGo, but like I'm gonna go Christian Stolty because like mm-hmm. he's gonna crack me up and it's gonna be hysterical. True. Like that would just be like a day of like fun laughs.
1: Well, and plus if you're if you're working on the fire set with Christian, you're gonna get the best of everybody else too. You're gonna get Joe. You're gonna get Eigenberg. You're gonna get, you're gonna you get, get Alberto and yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go Christian. I'm going to go Christian. That's smart. That's smart. I could hang out on the med set for a day. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. I like it. I like it. Okay. Allison, I love this question. Okay. After listening to part of Jimmy's ask me anything episode, (laughs) do you think tickling is non-consensual? Let's give a little context here. So (laughs) friend of the pod, Jimmy Nicholas, RIP Hawkins, uh put out a new episode this week of his podcast everything but the kitchen sink and he did sort of an ama um with little sister of the pod lauren and what came up here um some of his listeners um have no filter basically there was a there were multiple questions actually asking jimmy if he was ticklish which like you guys boundaries yeah boundaries um and Jimmy brought up a great and He just said it in the podcast. He was like, tickling is the most non-consensual thing ever.
0: It's true. You know, I never really thought about it. And then I like, after he said that and I was thinking about it, I was like, it is true though. It was like a glass shatter moment for me. I was like, oh my God, he's right. Yeah. I've never really thought about it being that way, but it's true. You don't ask, to, you know, very rarely do you ask to actually be tickled.
1: I hated being tickled as a kid.
0: As a kid, I thought it was fine, but, like, don't tickle me now.
1: Oh, no. Tickle me as an adult, I will punch you.
0: Yeah, as a kid, I didn't mind it. But most of the time, you're getting tickled by, like, your parents. You know, like, it's, like, not... It's still not fun. I didn't mind it as a kid, but, Mm -hmm. like, no way now. No, no, no.
1: My niece hates it, too, and I'm like, oh, God, that makes so much sense. Really? That was, like, a moment of clarity. I was like, I've never heard anybody phrase it that way. He's completely right. Yeah. Maybe we should just not tickle. Just yeah, not make it not a thing. Unless someone asks you to, but then that's a little, that's a different, that's a different
0: that's thing. but a way different situation. <laughs> it is, but that's the only time
1: it should yeah. be done. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. I enjoyed that episode.
0: Minus that the part where hysterical. he told us
1: to fuck off yeah that was hysterical i love that episode it was funny it was, it was really funny. Fun. <laughs> welcome to meet us at molly's i'm gabriella this is bianca <laughs> oh man oh jimmy oh, oh man
0: you guys okay. asking
1: people if they like to be tickled guys you guys boundaries yeah okay anyway go on to manny's question
0: um, Mania has a couple different questions. So let's start with the first one. What are your favorite movies and TV shows of all
1: time? Ooh. Okay. You want me to go first? Go ahead. Okay, movies. This is gonna get me laughed at. It's gonna get me a lot of crap and tomatoes thrown at me. My favorite movie of all time is Batman Forever. I said what I said. I said what I said. I do not apologize. I freaking love that movie. And I will die on that hill. I've never seen it, so it was pretty much it, it came out like maybe two I mean, weeks before you were born i know what it is but i've never seen it um a lot of people say it is the worst batman movie it is not it is not it is like the third or fourth worst okay batman and robin was terrible batman versus superman was terrible and then maybe we can make the case that and forever is like the third worst but like try making that argument to an eight-year-old okay i was eight when that movie came out and i was just kind of like amazed by the colors and it's just kind of stayed with me ever since I just Googled it because you said it came out. I didn't know it came out in June of 95, but.
0: Oh, like literally two weeks before you were born. June 16th, 1995. Know, it was four, like days four days before. Yeah.
1: yeah. It came out in different places. You know, the premiere was two weeks before I was born, but yeah. I will die on that hill. I love that movie and I got a lot of shit for it. I don't care. I don't care. Don't even care. Um, That's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Um, Favorite all time TV shows? Obviously, Wintry Hill. Um and West Wing I'll throw West Wing on there hell yeah yeah you
0: um so my favorite movie of all time is I'm not a big movie person I feel like I need to preface by saying that I'd much rather watch TV than movies however my favorite movie of all time is Step Up the first one
1: ah with Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan
0: yes oh yes I can quote that movie basically like basically the whole movie
1: It's a little tainted for me
0: now that they got divorced. It's a little tainted tainted. for me, but, like, I still love it. I still love it so much.
1: Those Step Up movies are damn good.
0: Mm, The ones after that are... They're okay, but, Let me clarify.
1: Let me clarify. The dancing is damn good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dancing in those movies is incredible. Plot, acting, not so much. Dancing, incredible. And I know that about
0: the first one, too. Like, I know the plot is not that great. I know that the acting... That was like right when Channing was like, you know, becoming a big star or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I got it. But like, I love that movie so much. Um, favorite TV shows of all time. I would say obviously the West Wing. Um I Never Have I Ever is like one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Um I like go back and forth on well, Elite seasons one through three, not seasons four. I don't recognize four. It ended after three for me. And I go back and forth on like whether I include like Glee as like a favorite TV show or like a most impactful TV show. Because I definitely, it's definitely the most impactful TV show on my life. But it does not hold up. And it like, it just does not. I don't know. I go back and forth on whether I would consider it like a favorite.
1: I might Um, actually add to my favorite list. I might add La Casa. It was just so Lacazza brilliantly is up, yeah. executed. Lacasa's up there, too. But, like,
0: Elite, for me, is, like, up there more than... But, like, Elite, one through three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Four. Four's trash. We, just, we don't talk about And it I haven't seen that. five or six. So, like, I don't know. But, like, it's four's trash. So, one through three are, like, wow., mm-hmm. uh, But Never Have I Ever is, like, way up there for me, too. I love that show so much. Would I like that show? I, I think so. I, I'll put it this way i don't like comedy you know i don't i'm not a big comedy person i i've rewatched that show so many times and every time i watch an episode i laugh out loud like still and i've seen those episodes like a lot Mm -hmm. and i still laugh out loud i think it's so funny it's really good i'm really i'm sad so they have one more season um this year whenever it comes out it'll be their fourth and final season and i'm sad that it's ending because it is one of my favorite shows of all time but i'm glad they're gonna go out like on their terms
1: supernatural is pretty up there for me too though i don't know if that cracks the list but it's like i said glee
0: like i don't know like i said glee is definitely my most impactful show i go back and forth on whether i consider it like an all-time favorite because it does not hold up
1: I mean, One Tree Hill is on my list just because of the impact it had on me. Right. For sure. Um, but yeah, Glee would be up there, too, if we're talking about
0: impact, for sure. Glee my most impactful show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Love that question. It's a fun one. Yes. Uh, um, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, they, there was another question. Go ahead. Yeah, so Manny's had a couple more questions. He said, if you could marry one OC character, past or present, who would it be? Just one? <laughs> just one okay i i thought about this when he sent this i like thought about it okay do i want to hear my like out there answer or like realistically like if i'm talking about like me today like who would i think realistically i would like end up marrying both because okay so my otherwise my gut instincts especially like pre-season 10 like it would be my favorite characters are jay and severide so like obviously in my head like i'm like yeah if i could marry any of them so i would marry jay and severide obviously jay or severide but like if i'm thinking more realistically about like myself and who character wise i would end up with i had two thoughts and you know me so like i i'm curious to see i would say either crockett or gallo huh that's interesting Like, completely different. I don't think real life I would end up with Severide or Halstead, even though they're my favorites. But, like, if I'm talking about more realistically, I think it would be either, like, Gallo
1: or Crockett. I'm gonna go with Crockett for you. Because Gallo is a boy.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, he is, but, like, I'm just saying, when he becomes a man, but still. I think it would be either, like, a Gallo or a Crockett, or probably somewhere in between, if I'm being on- really honest, but, like, if I have to pick one or the other. um,
1: Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so let's do who I would choose, and then, like, maybe who you would see me with, because I actually don't know who I would see me with. Um, Okay, so... I'm going current cast because, like, past me would have said Jay Hall said, but at this moment, yeah. he can stay in South America and get bit <laughs> by a snake for all I care. Um, okay, so obviously Will or Kevin. Obviously. obviously Will or Kevin. Ooh, Kevin's an interesting one for you. Adam is a little too much of a hothead for me. No, you could. I could I love,
0: you could not, no. No. He would go do something stupid and, like... Yeah, no. It
1: would irritate the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, Like, literally, I could just see, like, all every, even once you, like, said you're over it, you would just be, like, a random week You'd be like, I can't believe he just did this thing. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I could just see.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. 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 I love the guy. I love him. He's, an, he's a great man character. Patty's wonderful. But Ruzik as a romantic partner would drive me up the fucking wall.
0: Yeah, you could not do that. No. Um, I could definitely see Kevin as an
1: option for you. Let me run through with the firemen just to see. If there's anybody viable there. I don't think I would marry any of the fire guys. Like.
0: I could see Kevin. I wouldn't have picked Kevin. I don't know who I would have picked. But now that you say it, I kind of can't get that one out of my head.
1: Kevin's just got such a good heart. Yeah. And he's, he's more sensible than Adam. And he's fun. And he's fun. Not to say Adam's not fun. It's just Adam's like a. Adam's no, a different, Adam's a of different kind of fun. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But realistically, who would I be with? Let me think. I'm thinking. <laughs> like... Realistically. No, I wouldn't be with Adam realistically, because, again, his, he's no, a hothead. I mean no, does. you
0: could not be real. I realistically, honestly, though, could see you with Kevin.
1: Really? yeah he's just he's got a good heart yeah and he still likes to have fun Mm -hmm, that's what I'm saying different kind of fun than Adam Mm -hmm. or you know what I could see Crockett like Crockett likes to have some fun Mm -hmm. Crockett seems like he would be down for like a good chill like game night with like a whiskey Mm -hmm. but is he into sports because that would be a deal breaker for me (laughs) that's a great question (laughs) I like this game (laughs)
0: yeah but, but so also, yes a so very different i think it's interesting though that we both have like different answers too it's like who would we who do we like we would pick just like for ourselves like who would we want to but then like who would we actually end up i think
1: justin on Met and i would probably like circle each other <laughs> interesting we don't know enough about him to say like no we don't but he i would have the sports aspect with him like he's athletic yeah but like, does he like to sit around watch TV and drink beer? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I like. I like. Yeah, Kevin. Let's go with Kevin. Yeah, I like it. That was good. Cool.
0: Um, and then Manny's last question was, "What are both of your star signs? Do you know your other placements, like the moon or ooh. rising?
1: Ooh, ooh, I like this. Um,
0: You're, a I'm Sagittarius. a Sagittarius. Sagittarius. I don't know with my moon Gemini. sign. I-
1: I don't even know what that is let alone know what they are so your moon sign is like the opposite of you but apparently that's a good thing and the only reason I know that is because of that video of Andrew Garfield and that girl Amelia who like totally needed a bang at the Golden Globes you say so okay well
0: I'm gonna look up my
1: moon sign yeah I'm looking at mine too moon sign
0: So you type in your birthday i guess
1: no i don't want to know about the moon in sagittarius i want to know what the sagittarius moon sign is oh um, let's see i was born at 7 p.m on the dot morning moon sign calculator let's see that's what i clicked what's my moon sign this is fun we could just insert the jeopardy theme here
0: this says my moon is in
1: aries okay so that's like january babies no not aries i'm sorry i was thinking aquarius um yeah aries is like spring right Yeah, I think so. LaRoyce is an April baby. Mm Mm-hmm. I have... Okay, so my moon sign is Pisces. That's like February. It's like January, February.
0: Hey, Will Halstead. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. And what was the other... My rising sign... I don't even know what. Mm, Let's see here. My rising sign.
1: Okay, so what does that mean to have a Pisces moon then? (laughs) Does it mean to have a Pisces moon? The Pisces full moon is a magical time with the potential for great healing and release. Okay.
0: Apparently my rising, I have an ascendant, a rising in Sagittarius.
1: Rising. What is What does that mean? I
0: don't know!
1: <laughs> you know like the moon or rising. Okay, let me find out what my rising sign is. Rising sign. Calculate your rising sign. Okay, let's find out. This is so wrong. What does it say?
0: Apparently a Sagittarius rising sign is an enthusiastic adventurer who loves to explore. They are often restless and love to be active. It's almost like they are trying to grasp what is on the tip of their tongue, but can't quite recall what it is. While they can be very direct, most people like them enough to overlook any harshness that is perceived.
1: There's nothing harsh about you. They like to talk. I do not like to talk. I like to talk, but I'm a Sagittarius but they also have a lot to offer. What is your relationship status? Married. So, What is my Aries means? My goal is that. What element of nature do you like best? Okay, this is a trap though. You can't be on a podcast about the Chicago shows and not pick fire, right? No. okay so which of the following colors do you prefer okay take a photo of your left palm this is getting real like what are you looking up i don't know <laughs> but like can you even see my palm it's
0: my so aries moon, my aries moon sign means i'm energetic and excitable I'll dive headfirst into new relationships, becoming fast friends and lovers when you feel the spark. Because you connect first, ask questions later, these attractions may sizzle fast as they fizzle. Thankfully, you're not one to dwell. Life's too short and you have too much... I don't know. That's something I, in a language. I don't know how to say. Um... Aries is ruled by Mars, the planet of aggression and war, which can make you temperamental and straight up combative.
1: Why does your horoscope make you sound so miserable? I think it's because, like, you know, like
0: Gemini's are supposedly like two personalities, and I've never really found like a lot about the Gemini horoscope that like I feel like describes me. And I think it's partly because, like, Gemini, like, my birthday's the last day of Gemini, so it's, like, right on the edge. And I just don't feel like Gemini's always
1: describes me. Hmm. I'm still searching for my rising sign. Hang on. I don't want to, like, enter my email address and get spammed. Okay, but I don't want to, like, manually calculate it. I I need something to calculate it for me. Okay, here we go. Let's show this. So Pisces is my moon sign. Okay. You know who actually has done this before for us? Janelle. Oh yeah, she did the star charts. Yeah, one of our one of our friends from ATX, she actually did this for us one time. I don't know if she ever did mine. did mine. She did. Sea rising sign. Yeah, we should have just asked Janelle okay so my rising sign is cancer okay what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) hold on okay cancer rising fine cancer risings bring strength and stoicism to their close relationships their natural inclination to care for others sets them apart from many of the other signs of the zodiac while not all cancer risings have the deep desire to be a parent they often find themselves taking care of their loved ones. That's more accurate than off. mine. Yeah, that's not too uh, too far off. Um. Okay. So now let's see what the Pisces moon means. Just learning stuff about ourselves tonight. People born with their moon sign in Pisces are the true romantics of the world. Oh. Their idealism, empathy, and compassion mean that they dream of the perfect love connection. Their ability to see the potential in people and situations around them can make them think that they have found their ideal match. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. I don't think mine are too far off. No, yours are way, way more close than mine. (laughs) You're just angry. Combative. And actually a psychopath because Geminis have two personalities. Mm Mm-hmm that's me cool yeah should i be worried that you're gonna murder me in march <laughs> <laughs> stop talking about will halstead <laughs> Gina, shut up <laughs> i've had enough yeah like what? 2 a.m and i just sleep with one eye open now right <laughs> but I, I can you do it after we see aaron Tibate? i just really want to see him <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, I'll just whack you with a pillow if you talk about Will Halstead too much. It's
1: fine. It's not going to stop me. But yeah. Whatever. Good effort. <laughs> okay, Lexi. Lexi says, if there was to be a spinoff of any of the three shows, whether it's comedy or drama, which characters would you want to see in one? Oh, The obvious one would be OFI. Yeah.
0: I would watch like a OFI limited series though.
1: I would totally dig like a Nickelodeon style spin-off where Annabelle is like a kid detective <laughs> I would dig that that would be funny um
0: I would know I what I would love to see I got one right here I would love to see a spin-off of Kylie going through the fire Academy yeah
1: it's girl on fire just girls on well, fire not even
0: because, like at this point she's getting closer to the age where she's like gonna age out of the girls on fire ish mm-hmm. put her through the fire academy
1: i want it i want to see that i know
0: i'm just waiting at this point for like her like i'm just ready for that like make that the new character like i don't need new i don't need new characters just bring kylie back like more into the fold i just i'm ready for it
1: can we do a, a quirky buddy comedy where, like, Crockett and 2.0 become roommates? <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing is about, like, the perils of living with a giant talking AI system? That would be hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, at, at Con in 2018, I remember Leroy's just kind of spitballing and talking about something where, like, he wanted some spin-off called like Bourbon and Bodies or something. And I was like, that's the best title I've ever oh, heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just him and Voight solving crimes. It would be hysterical. Not meant to be a comedy, but it would be hysterical. It, it would be hysterical. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love it. I love that. That's funny. Um, Zach said Favorite fire PD or med moment.
1: There's so many there are so many oh man i don't know i mean i think the med moment that sticks with me the most is when will finally sees natalie during the wedding and then jay's like you got to go into witness protection it's that moment where he says i love you <laughs> but natalie, is that and your favorite moment on med maybe what is my favorite med moment i don't know that's such a hard question There's so much to choose from on fire. Oh my god. Yeah. Maggie and Ben's wedding might be one of my favorites on Med, too. Yeah, that's a good moment. There's so much on fire. Like, how?
0: Yeah. I mean, some of the first ones that come to my head for fire, I mean, would be, obviously, Stellaride's proposal and wedding um brett and casey finally getting together um even just as a moment i mean which is kind of ironic because i already put um uh brett and casey getting together but like dossie's wedding is like an iconic like just feel good chicago fire moment um
1: Bowden and donna's wedding is very sweet because it's just like everybody's happy and like you know
0: akami's uh make out against the wall
1: Oh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) um. I mean, never forget. Never forget. No. Um. I don't. I mean, there's so many moments. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: PD. Oh my god.
1: Oh, like I, you. I've got to split PD up into like eras because there was something very fun about like the innocence of the first like three or four seasons. Oh yeah, something really fun about that.
0: I mean, yeah, if we're picking from that era, then some of the first things that come to mind are like Linstead becoming an official couple at Molly's. That's a great, that's a fun moment. Um, it's a, such a small moment, but um, when they're going the anything about the sex club storyline, uh, I love that.
1: Uh, um, sparg.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's I mean, good. obviously, just like... Fort Zick in the locker room is good. The I think a lot of half. my favorites
1: had to do with Upstead, and they're dead to me now, so...
0: <laughs> uh, or one yeah, half I mean, of the, the ship, ship th- is dead to me. The back half.
1: I love Burgewater the- moments.
0: Yeah. I mean, even in the back half, like the you know second era of PD, I mean... The birdhouse season moment we got this season's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah. There's a lot. That's such a hard question.
1: It is. Yeah, that is a tough one. Okay. Heather W. Which OC characters have never gotten together but you always thought would make a good ship? And then there's a secondary question. What is your best, wildest, funniest, white space headcanon? I got one. I think I've said it on the pod before though. What? I think in some sort of au stella and ruzik would have had a bomb one night stand oh yeah we've definitely talked about that before i'm just saying in an alternate universe those sure. two would have had a wild night together yeah
0: i mean because that's when you get into like all the like cross ships right like i'm even i mean like you're thinking about all the like potential cross show pairings and i'm like <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah I'm still bummed we never got Will and Sylvie just because their ship name would be Wilvy.
0: Yeah.
1: There's also the one that was floated around. We didn't. We didn't come up with this one. A listener did, but Maggie and Kevin would have been so good. Yeah, that would have been really good. Um, I don't know. It's like crack ships. Yeah. It's a fun game. Um, I'm just thinking, like. And know one's gonna come to
0: me after we finish recording, and I'm like, okay, well.
1: What did you think of Natalie and Casey? They had some chemistry that I could have been on board with. Yeah,
0: I don't think they would have lasted, but I could have been on board with
1: that. Just Tori and Jesse just had natural chemistry. Yeah, they really did. It was very like Bridgerton, where they just but would that's talk even and be more like, about like it. Tori and Jesse than it
0: is really about like Natalie and Casey potentially being a good pair. Yeah. Um. I'm just trying to think I'll make sure I didn't miss anyone.
1: Yeah. Wildest or funniest headcanon? Yes. And then the next question is your best wildest, funniest
0: white space headcanon.
1: I love the white space. Mm-hmm. I recently had one where like, you know, Haley's alone now. And so like she goes over to the Berzik house and just like. She hasn't slept or eaten or anything, but they're just like, would you please just come over? And then, like, she finally feels safe, like, watching movies with Michaela and falls asleep.
0: Yeah, I just feel like, well, first of all, I don't know if it's any of my best, wildest, or funniest white space hit, Candace, because I'm not that creative. But, like, my favorite ones are definitely just, like, the ones I imagine of, like, everyone hanging out at Molly's again, because we don't get that. Like, all the shows, come, mm-hmm. like, I imagine that happens more than we actually see it happen. Yeah, and that like the PD kids just haven't completely ignored Molly's. Like they don't, you know, because we never see them at Molly's anymore. But in my head, they still go to Molly's. They all still go to Molly's. I love that. I also had like girl, and that like girls' nights actually exist. Oh yeah, there's totally like everybody,
1: like Stella, Haley, Maggie, like they um, all Violet, Brett, yeah, 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 they all hang out. That's a good Never. one. That's a good one. I did recently have one over Thanksgiving that like Berzik was probably just planning for like the three of them for Thanksgiving. And they ended up hosting like everybody. Yeah. Because like they were just like, Haley, come over. You're just going to be alone. And so like Haley comes over and Haley brings Will, who then brings Hannah, who then brings Archer. And then it just ends up being everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. I still think Void has Thanksgiving with Plouch. I could see that yeah
0: um i have a dark one which it's not a surprise to anyone if they read my when i we did our fanfic episode but my dark one is still that sever I definitely called katie when otis passed away
1: mm. it's my best idea but it's also the worst because it's so sad i mean my darkest one is that rojas died of covid yeah that is dark um yeah,
0: I don't really think like white space. That, I mean, I like the imagine the white space, but I don't like sit here and think about it all the time.
1: I so. love the white space. Yeah, love it. But also, like, what does Haley do when she's not working? Does she just like sit around in that giant apartment and stare at the wall? Does she find joy in anything right now when she's not working? When, when is that? But she's always working. Like, why is nobody in that unit looking out for her? This is why I would put myself on PD because like I would put myself there for the whole purpose of being Haley's caretaker yeah have you eaten today are you okay <laughs> like want a glass of wine later yeah yeah because nobody else on the team's looking out for her yeah um and then
0: this last one from Devin a is kind of a fun one to transition us into our tv roundup that we didn't do um are you watching fire country And if so do you ship bodiella um we've not really talked about fire country on the podcast at all um but yes and yes 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 and yes we are both watching we're
1: both caught up no we're not oh you haven't watched last week's yet you're caught up i've seen what episode are you on i've seen the pilot and then the mid-season premiere (laughs) but i still ship it and i still think jake's a tool what the hell i thought lauren was the only one that hadn't watched it no it's me hi i'm the <laughs> problem it's me i thought you had gotten caught up mm-hmm. oh my god gina no. no I know. okay well
0: then never mind
1: but no, i still I... ship bodiella
0: oh my god gina you had hmm. these like recent weeks oh my god
1: i know i know i did see that bodiella kissed spoiler alert sorry um it was hot i enjoyed it it's so hot.
0: like but the... The thing about them that I love is, like, it's not even about, the, like, yeah, the kiss was hot. Like, it was really good. But, like, their emotional moments and, like, the things, like, just the little touches and, like, it's just so good. They're so good.
1: But, like, they're kind of handicapped as long as Bodhi's at Three Rock. Yes. They can't go on dates. They can't, like, you know, they're right. just going the calls.
0: Like, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for you, but, like... They basically had the talk that like right now they're gonna work on themselves so that like when he finally gets out they can, you know, be together. That's like the you know yeah. where they're at right now. He's gonna like, eventually have, a, have, a, both, have to get have out. They both have they both have a lot of shit to work on. Like they both like each other, obviously that's not a secret, but they both have a lot of shit to work on personally before they can be together. <laughs> And so they've kind of said, you know, like, after the makeout, they're like, you know what? Like, we're going to work on ourselves so that, like, when the time comes, like, we're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but they're really good.
1: I started the episode after that football game, but Charlie does not watch dramas. He only watches comedies. You have to catch – it's so good. I, and the thing I like about it is that, like, it's so refreshing
0: comparatively to, like, all the other – like, I still love – Chicago Fire, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But the thing that, like, and Fire came first. So, like, Fire is like the OG. But the thing that, as much as I like, you know, 911 and Lone Star and Station 19, like, all those things, like, they all feel very similar to Fire. Mm-hmm. Like, this is so different and such its own thing that, like, I don't really think about comparing it to Chicago Fire when I'm watching it. Like no. if I sit here and think about like Station 19 and 911 and Lone Star and you know all the things like I think about those and I compare them to Fire, mm-hmm. but I don't compare Fire Country to Chicago Fire.
1: I remember when we first started seeing promos for Fire Country and all of our all of us had the same first thought. We were like, another fire show. Do we really need another one? No, but I was like, they, I'm
0: in. They like, really I don't put care. their own
1: spin on it. I was like, I was literally like, this looks
0: amazing. I don't care. I'm in.
1: Yeah, it's a completely different vibe. Yeah. It's really good. You have to catch up. I will. I will. I'm watching like three different things right now. Okay. Well, what are you watching? Let's talk so, about it. Let's just transition right into TV roundup. Okay. So, yeah. I I'm in a weird place binging because like I just don't. Nothing's really like. I don't like to start a show and then not finish it. But I have started chimp shows that I'm just like, eh. and so I'm just kind of stopped there because I'm just like I don't I don't want to not finish it, but I also don't want to keep going. Um. So. Right now I'm watching I'm watching Shrinking on Apple TV. Yeah, I need great. to get my Apple TV love it. free trial so I can uh, watch it. I love it. And it's also got um Chicago Meds, Devin K-, K Woko. I still don't know how to say his last name the right way. I don't either. Um he may or may not be coming on the pod at a future date, so we're gonna have to learn. Um yeah. but he is in shrinking. Um it's great. I'm really enjoying shrinking. Um, yeah. I'm watching The Last of Us on HBO which is amazing i would Uh, not like it right you would not like that show i can say that with a thousand percent certainty (laughs) yeah i know i know you would not like that show um but it's create well not created by it's based off the video game which you guys probably know but the the main producer like the main guy who's doing the show show running it is craig mazin craig mazin a is best friends with Derek haas and b did chernobyl I loved Chernobyl. I loved Chernobyl because, I mean, I loved loved the story it told, but I also like when Craig Mason does projects, he makes it very immersive. Uh, In that with Chernobyl, there was a companion podcast where at the end of every episode, he would run through and be like, okay, well, the character did this. And here's why they did that is because they were thinking this and we needed this emotion in this moment, which is the nerd stuff I live for. But also at the end of Chernobyl, once all the episodes had aired, he dropped all of the scripts, which again, right up my alley. I'm really enjoying The Last of Us because it's not so much about the zombies as it is about the relationships. And yeah. it's not so far-fetched that it's just like a random zombie apocalypse. It's it's a what-if about a fungus that actually exists. It's a what-if of like, what if that came to humans? Um, I'm really enjoying it. And Pedro Pascal is so good. Oh, my God. So good. So The Last of Us shrinking. And Charlie and I have started watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is very funny but not PC at all. Oh, yeah. No. No, but it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. What are you Uh, watching?
0: Let's see here. So the season finale of the National Treasure Series finished yesterday, yesterday being Wednesday, and I loved it so much. I know some of our patrons have been watching it too. Um, Loved it. So good. Um, I really enjoyed that. I hope that you was season two. They kind of left it open for like maybe, but like I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really good. And then otherwise I'm just kind of watching the basics. Like uh 911 Lone Star just, you know, started recently again. Um have you seen anything about what's going on this
1: season? I am like a full season and a half behind of Lone I know Star. you're a full season and I behind. I know that Carlos has been working with this woman, Iris, and there have been calls where like they think that she's the dead body, but she's not. And then they found her and Carlos was like, see, I was right to believe her. But then there was something that made it not happen that way. Is he related to Iris? You don't remember who Iris is? No.
0: Okay. Do you care if I spoil it for you? No. no. Okay. So remember Tyler's character, Michelle, in the beginning and how she yes. had the missing sister. Yeah. Iris was the missing sister. Remember? And then they find her at the end and she's in the homeless encampment.
1: So Carlos is invested because he was best friends with her.
0: Okay. No, hold on a second. There's another twist that happens at the, okay. So in the premiere, you find out because obviously TK and Carlos are set to get married. Mm Mm-hmm. And this whole thing is, like, well, the venue they really like is, like, in the beginning, they're like, oh, yeah, it's, like, 18 months away, blah, 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 blah. Well, of course, then, like, an opening comes up in, like, two months or whatever, so they have to, like, now plan their wedding in two months. Well, then they throw in this twist that the problem is that they can't do it yet. They Well, they have something that has to happen first, and that is that Carlos is married so he has to get a divorce. What? <laughs> and the thing is, he was married to Iris.
1: Get the fuck out.
0: Back because they were best friends, like not even like Carlos and Michelle or like Carlos and Iris, like growing up were like best friends. And back when he thought his family wasn't going to accept him being gay and he had all the, you know, negative thoughts and he thought he was going to stay in the closet forever. he was like, well, like they say to marry your best friend. So they got married and then. When she went missing and then, you know, ultimately they found her, they stay married because, you know, his health insurance would help her, you know, because she got diagnosed with, like, schizophrenia. So, like, her insurance. Yeah, it's this whole... You are right that everything else is... That's all true. But apparently, and this is what I don't understand and why I have somewhat issues with it the way it's happening now. Apparently, Rafa said that he's known that from the beginning. Like, beginning of the show that, like... Tim told him that, like, that from the beginning. So, my thing is, the way it's happening right now, it just feels like they're doing it to throw a wrench in, you know, TK and Carlos and, you know, like, as like a, they have to have an obstacle. But, like, I think if you had really wanted to do it, it would have made more sense to, like, once they found Iris at the end of season one, like, jump into it for season two. But then I wonder if they didn't do that because
1: Liv Tyler didn't come back. I'm also hearing that Owen is involved with the mob.
0: (laughs) Uh, Not the mob, but some basically he gets he gets a motorcycle and he starts like riding with these like motorcycle guys. And it turns out they're like actually like a motorcycle gang Nazis. It's like a whole thing. And then the FBI is like, we want you to go be undercover, you know, to like it's so bad. it's like it's not like there are parts of it that i'm enjoying but like i don't know i just like it's not my like top priority but it shows I just, like,
1: how how disconnected i am from the nine one one world that i'm hearing these twists and i'm like oh my god that's ridiculous because like if i was still part of the world i would be like that makes sense for them
0: no but the thing is like and again, like, I'm not even saying with, like, going back to TK Carlos, like, the thing that bugs me is, like, because it's happening now, it's like, oh, well, we got to have, a, like, just a relationship drama, like, we're just, you know, but, like, whereas, like, if you had actually done it after you found Iris, like, at the, it, like, would have at least made a little bit more sense. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Okay. It's just, it's wild. And now I'm just, like. The more I keep watching it, like, I'm gonna keep watching it, but, like, the more I watch it, I'm just like, this is just not as... It's not as good as it used to be. The only in storyline I'm really enjoying right now is, uh, Tommy's storyline, and, um, I cannot think of the character... Gina Torres. Yes, Gina Torres' character. I'm enjoying her storyline.
1: Okay.
0: But, um, yeah, that's really bad. I mean, The Rookie, it's not, it wasn't on this week, but The Rookie fire country uh what else am i watching how have a type when it comes to shows how i met your father
1: came back i heard uh neil patrick harris cameoed he did yeah for like two seconds forever bitter about how the original ended
0: for two seconds and i don't i'm like okay so you're telling me that was it like at least when um colby uh what's her name oh Colby,
1: uh, what is yeah. her last name? Small... Small. Yeah, it starts with an M. No, it starts with an S. I know who you're talking about, though.
0: Yeah. Um, she at least like came on it in, in season one, but like it was like an actual, like conversation, like plot. Like Neil Patrick Harris shows up and like Hilary Duff like character basically like rams runs into him. his car. Yeah. And then like he gets out and he's like, what? or whatever he says and like that's it it's like so stupid it's
1: not even worth the cameo
0: the thing is though, i'll be interested to see because how i met your father is doing 20 episodes as a streaming show like weekly that's a lot So i'll be
1: curious to see that's
0: a lot for streaming so i'll be curious to see like how that does Mm -hmm. but i think that's it national treasure was my one thing that i was really into i'm sad that's over
1: I saw something on Paramount Plus the other day that I did not know they were doing, but they're basically doing, like, a Pink Ladies prequel. Yeah, you didn't know that? I had no idea. So I come across this trailer, and I sent it to our friend Rachel, and I was like, did we know about this? And she's like, yes. oh, yeah. I was like, yes. I don't know where I was, but I'm in. Yeah, no, that
0: when isn't that coming out soon? hmm That I'm looking forward to. I will definitely check that out. I'm trying to think what else is coming i really want to check out have you checked out so there's the new gina um rodriguez show on abc not i haven't dead to me and then has the milo one come out yet
1: no milo's is on february 19th okay so not next week the week after i don't think i've ever been so sucked in by a promo
0: like yeah that's gonna uh, be good yeah i'm trying to think what else is out there
1: outer bank season three at the end of february i still haven't watched seasons one and two so, so i and need I'm, to I'm, you know i cannot get lauren to watch it for the life of me and it's like right up lauren's alley yeah it's good i
0: still i still need to finish there's just so many things i haven't gotten around to yet like i still need to finish i still need to watch hunter season two on amazon what is that hunters um it's al pacino and what's his name logan lerman i think is his name
1: okay
0: it's about trying to like there are basically like still nazis out there it's basically like going to like hunt and kill nazis okay um it's really good the season one came out like back in 2020 and we watched it and we really liked it and then like season two which is the final season just came out um So I still got to catch up on that. I don't know. There's just so much TV to watch. It's still I need to like work on always. Always. And I still want to start Homeland ahead of ATX. And I just haven't started it yet.
1: My parents watched Homeland. I did have the Showtime package onto uh, my Paramount Plus. So maybe I'll jump on that. I don't know. I think it's streaming on Hulu though. Is it? maybe i don't know i don't know um i added the showtime just to watch everything everywhere all at once yeah i still need to watch that too i it was it was good um it took like i had to let it simmer for a little bit it ended and i was like okay and then i had to think about it, and i was like oh all right yeah but again we don't really do movies as much as we do tv
0: yeah um did i tell you i finished the bear i did finish the bear you did finish the bear. I did finish the bear. And season or the last episode was really good. Like really good. I really enjoyed his. I can never remember his name. Um, like the monologue, like the whole long like thing where he goes on in the beginning. Like I still don't still if I understand the hype. Like I thought it was okay.
1: It's good and it's quick and episode. But episode seven, the oneer. like did you like that one did it stand out at all it's
0: fine like
1: i don't like i it's fine the whole episode was a wonder. it
0: was a wonder. no i i get that like i got that part of it but like and like i thought eight was good i thought eight saved it for me but like and i'll i'll maybe watch season two but like i'm just like eh. like i just don't really see the like Oh my God, everyone be like, oh my
1: God, this is amazing. Like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm a little bitter that it lost out to Abbott Elementary at the Golden Globes. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bitter. Um, I tried Abbott Elementary and I was just kind of like, eh. But I might need to retry it because every time I see a clip on Twitter, it's pretty funny.
0: I'm just not a comedy person. Like, I, I, which I say that and then I like go watch something else and like more comedy. But like, straight comedies like that are really hard for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I really need like, if it's a like com- if it's like a dramedy with like a little more emphasis on comedy, I can watch that. But like a straight comedy like that, uh, those are hard for me.
1: Yeah, I think that's about all the shows for now. I'm just like I can't even fire think country, of like what's coming. Fire country. Fire country, okay, I will. But like, there's like so much other stuff to watch. I started, I started one on Showtime that looked interesting, but it's too heavy for me it's got brian cranston it's called your honor um but it's heavy heavy like really heavy but i hate to start a show and not finish it
0: i started i got through like halfway through the pilot this like new one on freeform that actually has two chicago fire alums in it it has um warren christie okay. who played that friend of severides and April. Rice. yes and then john ecker
1: Oh, Granger.
0: Yeah. And it just wasn't for me. I was not feeling. Oh, and it has Kelly Bishop from Gilmore
1: Girls. Okay. She's from Gilmore Girls for you. She will always be the mom and Dirty Dancing to me. But also, yes, the mom and Gilmore Girls.
0: Well, yeah, Emily Gilmore. But like, I was, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try. And then I just didn't care for it. But I was like, originally the cast, I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And then I was like, no, this isn't for me. But like,
1: yeah. The Freeform shows just skew a little too young for me. The only one,
0: I mean, I like Ronish. I don't, like, watch it all the time, but I do watch, and then Good Trouble. I am, I finally caught up on Good Trouble, and I'm very excited for it to come back in March.
1: We get the new season of Loki this summer. Well, we get, forget
0: that. We get Ant-Man next week.
1: I, I'm going to be pissed if he dies. I'm going to see it probably on Friday. It am be to sneeze. <laughs> okay. Um, I've heard it's very Kang-heavy um uh, but like i'm gonna be pissed if he dies because like every single movie will be the same
0: well and then we're getting secret invasion too soonish right
1: that's a show right yeah hmm. i don't know i don't know any other notes on any other shows we're watching i think that's it this was a fun one you guys have this good questions good. yeah yeah good we'll questions, have to so. do it again yeah yeah for sure so um, as always, you know where to find us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr. Uh, yeah. Email us anytime about anything. Meet us at Mollys at gmail.com. If you would like to support the pod for as little as $2 a month, you can check the link in our socials to our Patreon page. If you have any questions about it, send us a message. We're mm-hmm. happy to help. Um, yeah. Uh, check out our tea public. I'm pretty sure there's a sale on tea public right now. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah. Uh, follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Gina Watches TV. Bryna. I'm at k 13 The show's come back to us next week, so we're on a normal schedule. We are also talking to Chicago Med's Connor Perkins. Send us questions. Yep. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff to talk to him about. Um, Yeah. And in the meantime, everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy watching the Super Bowl. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Mm -hmm.